The Grizzlies are all my tickets. They own all my fucking tickets and they lost. So fuck yeah. you, niggas. Damn. I'm sorry, bro. They're a one man show. Let's go. You ready? Let's go. Yeah. I'm good at Bill's good. Good, bro. Mm-hmm. This is logic over everything. We made it here so you could make it through. All right. Let's do what we got to do. And I'm going to start it by talking to the Dallas Cowboy fans. We're going to start mm-hmm. with Cowboy Cap tonight. All right. Cowboy and, and I'm Cap. only and I'm only talking to the Dallas Cowboy fans. As I as I've done it in my head, I'm I'm trying to like mind my tone. Because maybe my tone is not what people, you know, what are, what people are going after here. My tone is that we have 26-year-old Dallas Cowboy fans. And on January 28th of 1996, that's the last time Dallas has won anything. That's 26 mm. years ago. Okay? Mm. And okay. so when we enter this Cowboy cap, I'm going to say, not emotionally, all I'm giving you is facts and statistics. Mm. And I told you mm. from the beginning of the season that Dallas has no answer for the run. And as Green Bay is victorious on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys at three and six, and the Cowboys are now six and three, a three and 16 just beat you with the run game. Aaron Rodgers didn't have to do much because you were already done when you're allowing their ball. I don't even know who's running that damn ball. And I watched the whole damn game. I don't even know who's running that ball. It doesn't matter. I think his name is Aaron Jones. He was busting it up. And... The, okay, for the Dallas defense, for those that say Dallas defense, you know, they can't do everything. You know, Yes, I, I agree with that. The one time the Dallas defense needs the offense to come to its rescue, the offense is just what we caught it in the beginning where we said they don't have anybody to throw to. And this is all documented. This is not something that I'm just bringing up to make my point. I'm saying that from the very first game of the season, Logic told you, who's not a Dallas Cowboy fan, but he told you, uh, where's where's Amari Cooper at? Because Dak don't have nobody to throw to. And we saw the same that, thing. The problem is the <laughs> weirdest thing. Like, why would you why would you get rid of something that you obviously need for the purpose of nothing? Right? You didn't get anything from it. And you didn't do anything in free agency because you can't because you're handicapped by Zeke. The, and, and I'll let Bill mm-hmm. talk about the uh, the halter top Zeke and the nose ring Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, these are things that we've always said Daddy in Cowboy Cat. Yeah, I'm getting hit for it. I'm not a real Dallas fan. Um, you know, I'm I'm spoiled. I'm I'm not. I just don't understand how you could see something that I don't see. You you anybody that sees a Super Bowl winning team or somebody that's able to go, you know, further in the playoffs, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me at this point. And and they could win the next three games and everybody would be the same way. But what I saw right there right now with this running game, that's still nine games into the season hasn't been solved yet. You cannot win anything. If you're getting hit straight up the gut by no name niggas, this is not, this is not Henry, you know, shit. At this point, Todd Gurley could come back and rip us apart. (laughs) And I don't know where he's at. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it yeah, just doesn't he's at make the price, any... right? At the marketplace, I'm about to get a sandwich for the kids. It probably helped me push my thought out. Here, right? <laughs> yeah, either either yeah, way, either way, when we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys, I don't care what media you're looking at, who, what talking head you're 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 looking at and listening to. I am only telling you logic. Go back and listen. Nobody to throw to. 
get gashed up the middle, as great as their number three in the league defense is, they get gashed by by the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, you know, that's weird too. We, you know, we, we, we didn't hear from their running game since, you know? I, I just don't understand at what point we're going to say, hey, let's shut our mouths and hold hands with the Washington Redskins. I'm sorry, the Washington Con. Commanders, commandos, and and, <laughs> and and you know, and just say kumbaya because we're the same. Thirty years, twenty six years, whatever, doesn't matter. Same, same bullshit. And that's my emotional rant. You can call it emotional if you want to. It, it's just based on logical, actual facts. And that's my take. Uh, logic. Do you have anything for me? Am I missing anything in this rant? Joey G. Not only have you not missed anything, but yeah, I'm proud to say that our friendship has existed to the degree that it has because at least you could be honest with yourself about shit that you, okay you see what it is we all see what it is everybody sees what it is tomorrow morning we're going to turn on espn and they're going to talk about any number of other things but mm-hmm. we know what we looked at and what we just looked at is very easy to diagnose you can see the problems you can see the areas where things ain't working and hopefully your squad is going to try to figure out how to fix them holes but if Bill, they don't, bills i'm gonna I'm trigger you this is how they're gonna spin it bills they're gonna say that aaron Rodgers is back he is the greatest mm. quarterback in the nfl and that's gonna be aaron Rodgers was aaron Rodgers sunday and that's the thing do you believe that aaron Rodgers is back did you feel like that did you watch the game watch the game yeah motherfucking not back you know what i'm saying back he pulled the rabbit out of hat. Right, that's what that, like, I'm telling you. I hear that's it all now. It really was. It's like I've been, I've been hearing it all week that he enjoys playing against them. Yeah, I just think he pulled out a little bit of juice. Uh, one thing I'm gonna say is I think on the last cast I said he ain't one of them ones because he's supposed to. If he was one of them ones, he could make somebody look like somebody else. Yeah. Well, he did that today with that rookie kid. You know what I'm saying? Watson. That yes. Yeah, Watson out there looking like. The other Watson, you know what I'm saying? Yo. Watson, so it's like, all right, or whatever, but I don't believe the hype. I think this is a game that y'all probably assumed that y'all was going to win because homeboy ain't about nothing this year. And um, it was just one of those games, you know what I'm saying? Y'all slipped up. I, I will say, y'all got, a lot of, y'all got a lot of good tape that y'all could watch, and there's a lot of shit that y'all need to work on. Hopefully, y'all can take it away from the tape. I mean, I don't know how much is it, you know, how much you can fix without having, I guess you want a star, right? CD Lamb's not going to cut it. No. Um, uh, it's over. It's over, over. Uh, uh. Let's move on to some good news. You know, we fly high, no lie. You know this. Giants uh-huh. were balling today. All right? They came to play. Took care of business. Oh. Talk to me about these Giants, Bills. What did you see? What did you like? Took care of business. The week off helped uh, Saquon. I think he, I think he cracked 120 all-purpose yards. Um, Danny Jacobs is starting. Uh, Danny Downs is starting to look more comfortable every week, making plays that he know he can make, and there's plays that he obviously knows that he can't make. Um, he's still, he's still in crack 200 yards. So that's that, you know what I mean? The defense did I, I saw things that I like. I saw things that I didn't like. It's a whole lot of more improving to do, but mm-hmm. since you guys lost, we know we, we jumped over y'all. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's right. You were you standing yeah. on number two in the standings. Yeah. We standing on number one in the wild card. Ooh. Ooh. You know? So it's like, Big. Big. you know, that's that. I'm telling you, man, we won't rob a receiver away from fucking everybody's life up. Yeah, yeah. And and just like you said, you know, Daniel Jones didn't play bad today. More importantly, he didn't give up two interceptions like Dak Prescott did today. Uh he, yep. he no interceptions. He he only he only passed 17 times. I mean, I feel like these are all things that the NFC East quarterback needs to do. You know, throw a minimal mm-hmm. amount of times, not turn the ball over, and your defense is good enough to win. Uh but yeah, yeah, Saquon had another monster game, 152 yards on the ground, a touchdown. Like, I mean, amazing, <laughs> amazing. He's amazing. He's actually amazing. He's everything that they thought he would be when they drafted him, and it just took a little second, you know, health-wise and other things, for it to pull into the way that it needed to pull into. But now we see why he got drafted where he got drafted. And then, that's dope. I think that's cool. Mm. Happy. For Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When was the last time somebody like uh when was the last time running back got MVP, bro? Ooh, wasn't that wasn't that Henry? Andrew and James, maybe? No, it was Henry. It was Henry from uh the Texas. Was it him? Derek? Yeah. But he Derek had like twenty two hundred yeah. yards or something on the ground. Yeah, like yeah he crazy. had something crazy. Something uh, or, crazy maybe before if you think of before him, it was the uh the running back for Minnesota. What was his name? Oh, you're talking about um um Adrian yeah. Peterson. Adrian Peterson. I said Lamar. That's and he had like Lamar, yeah. 18 touchdowns. Or, you know, like the numbers have to be different for you to be a running back and win the MVP of the league. It's, it's right. just I'm a saying because he's that, doing it. He's doing it. He's catching and running. Right. And blocking. Yeah. He's the offense. And, he's the offense. Yeah, he, he's, like, he's like 63% of the offense, bro. That's he's crazy. the offense. He's, he's Christian McCaffrey. For young. Mm. Like he's Christian McCaffrey. Like the best version of Christian McCaffrey that we saw when he was specifically in Carolina was you can base your entire offense around this dude. This dude can throw, this dude can catch, this dude can receive, this dude can run, this dude can block, this dude can play football at a very high level. He's and fucking... Your man. He, he was born in the Bronx, New York. Okay, talk about it. We share the same birthday. That's my goal talk for life. It. It's over. Talk about it. Talk about he it, just, but how amazing he just, is it? He just got to take that, out that fucking earring, man. Hey, he's young. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yo, I, di- I didn't talk about that, Bills. Real quick, I want to go over because next week you got a big game, huge defense. Uh, probably the greatest defense you'll face this year in the uh, Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you, God, for giving us <laughs> Two easy joints back to back to get the confidence where it needs to be at coming off of a loss. Right. We got some rest on that bye week, right? What's it, the 10th game? We're looking good. It'll like, be the 10th like, game, yep. Mm-hmm. Like how it's looking. And number 11, number 11, we really going to have to talk about because that's Thanksgiving Day. And that's Dallas versus Giants on Thanksgiving Day. So you can't. Yeah, we need script. that back. No, we need that back. And then we see Philly right after that. So it's like. Eagles, you know, yeah, yeah, Commanders and and Eagles, yep, back to back. Mm-hmm. So three. we hold. This is for the this is for the division, man. Mm, it's gonna get real tight. Uh, I don't know city, like, logic. I don't know who the Jets face uh, next week. Who do y'all face on the Bills? We play the Bills again. Again? You just you just beat the Bills again. Damn. I know, and we're gonna beat them again too. Ooh, this is, a, this is one. They, 
they took a you bad see, loss today too. One thing about it, mm-hmm. it's a trick game, bro. It's a trick game. I mean, of course you got you know confidence that you're gonna go in there and beat him because, but he's coming off two but, losses, and they looking cool. regular. They looking real regular right now. What's cool. their record now? Six real and three. This is this what you you Eight guys need to go in there as focused as you ever fucking been and win that mm. fucking game for the respect. You hear me? For the respect I'm, you got listen, going in. And I hope that somebody that play on the team is a listener. It's I hope you are telling that same shit. What the hell is saying exactly what it is. What we gotta do next week. Is go there and play them like they owe us something. Like they owe us something. Mm. Like they owe us something. Like we left something like the other time. We come back and get out there. Yeah. Like we got to come Eat back and get out there. Like they stole again. Again. And the only thing worse than, you know, two crazy losses is three. Take this third one and then go on about your business. And that's going to put us in a position in the AFC East where if we're good, the Dolphins are good, they're good. That's a compensation, and that creates like a whole different level of function for the whole group of people. I think I, I, I think I've said it on other podcasts. As a Jets fan, I'm a watcher of AFC East football, the same way Joey yeah, yeah. is a Dallas fan, but he's an NFC East fan in a way yeah, because yeah. you watch it all the that participate. Like you, you and, and you know that if one team is lacking or one team is great or all the teams are trash, which has happened in several sides. Over yeah, the, hey. the excitement is the fact. If we can go in there and smoke them niggas again, we got something to talk about. Like, we got to like we gotta start talking about these Jets differently, right? Like, we got to start talking about my team differently, man. Like we got we to gotta have a conversation with men about what's going on around here, because it ain't just what you <laughs> think it is. We all right, too. And I'll never tell anybody on paper that we're better than the Buffalo Bills. Yes. They're really well set up football teams, but they're right. beatable. They're mm-hmm. beatable. And we beat them before. And other teams have beat them before. And we can beat them again. And I hope that the guys in the locker room understand that because it ain't about what's on the paper. It's about what's on the field. Mm. So, so what, what is on the, on the field, field at this point? That's a good question. Like, what is on the field? What do you guys see in terms Source of the team? motherfucking gardener, nigga. The, it, that's who's it, on the fucking field. Say it again, uh-huh. boo. Say it again, though. Sauce motherfucking Garner is what's My guy, do you understand what it's like when you have a guy like that? What we talked about when we were talking about the giant. Yeah. Jermaine. Yes. Yeah, and it's different when you have one of those guys. When you have a Saquon on your team, it changes your locker room. It changes your football. T- it changes everything because you have this guy. If we follow behind this guy. We could get it done a lot of times when people are going to say you can't get it done because, you know, whatever. Fuck that. We got this guy. We got a guy, too. And I think it's all. I think that's the guy. I think the last time that I saw somebody that made my team feel the way they must feel right now. Those the boss, man. Revis Island. You know what I mean? Like, Revis <laughs> Island. Like, it, 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 when you knew you could go to anybody's house at any time and at least you're not going to score no crazy amount of points on us. Because he yeah. worked. Revis. At least, at least, Work. at least not down the field. Mm-hmm. Not down the field. Like you had to go to the left side, not his side, whatever side he was on. That ain't I, working. You gotta go I, to the But left. is there any team that gives you that feeling? Like they won't lose good on the field? Like at this point, we're you know, we're we're on our way to the 10th game. 
Uh, is there a team that still can't be beat in your mind? It's Philadelphia. What you think, it's Philadelphia. I don't. They, I can. There's really no weaknesses over there as as presented, as is like what they've given us so far. They show resiliency. They play defense. The quarterback is doing what the quarterback's supposed to do and more. The running game is decent. It's yeah. like all right for you to beat them. They gotta have a bad night right now. You feel me? They're still going. They're still. Seven games to dissect these motherfuckers and find out, you know, what's really going on. But for right now, and they got, I think they got the, the most favorable schedule to end of the year. Because <laughs> they're the Eagles. Nobody expected them to be good. This game was probably light in them up. Nobody thought they was going to be, you know, oh, and whatever coming into this. Like, nobody thought they was going to be outside. But the schedule is probably what the Eagles' schedule usually is a whole bunch of NFC East opponents and a whole bunch of weirdos from out of 10. But now they're good. And what about, what about on the other side? What about on the AFC side? What about the Kansas City Chiefs? Are we are we still not saying no, that they're a formidable team? We can't. I'm going to say, for me, I can't. I'm not going to say what other people do. I'm going to say what I could do. For me, I feel like that's the team that got their quarterback situation covered. And that's one. Yeah. You got that. I got to yeah, I gotta bring back my But there's a whole lot of other shit that's lacking. There's a whole bunch of other shit on that team that's lacking, man. There's a whole bunch of other shit that I'm seeing them. They're not great. When their quarterback is great, they do great. If their quarterback is not 100% great every time, they're beatable on a lot of levels. I go for everybody over on that side except y'all. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else, if their quarterback is not on a thousand, I don't see them. I don't see how they can win any games, except the Jets. The Jets is proven to win games. Overcome screen flying out the air and all types of other weird shit. Like we overcome all of that. Like yeah, you're right. I I believe the same thing that you said is you know the Jets have proven that we can win in spite of our quarterback instead of because our quarterback. You understand? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be per- for us to win. He just doesn't need to throw 18 interceptions in one game. That's it. Like, just don't do that, and we'll figure it out. But for, like, Kansas City, he got to throw seven touchdowns or else you're going to lose because the defense ain't strong like that. The run game ain't strong like that. The offensive line ain't strong like that. Their receiver core is not strong like that. Their coaching, from what I can see, is not strong like that. Like, it's really just rolling the dice with this dude. And if this dude is on fire, then yeah, it's like Aaron Rodgers again. It, it's like Aaron Rodgers again. It, it it feels to me like what I've seen from Green Bay for a long time is if this dude's on fire, the team is good. If this dude is not on fire, hmm. it's a problem, and they got to address the Tyreek Hill of it all. Like you, you gave up some shit that you should. I don't know why you did it. So I think we're, what we're saying is that there's nobody in the AFC that has shown themselves to be. Uh, a force like there's nobody that's not within reach. Nah, nah. It, 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 I remember I said I thought it was gonna be the Bills. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, we was picking either the Bills or the Chiefs. I gotta say, what's the Chiefs' record, man? On some the Chiefs are seven and two. Uh, they won seven and two against the Jaguars. All right, no, it's, 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 seven and two though. A very unremarkable seven and two. It's not like seven and two like you knew that off top. Like it's a very unremarkable seven and two. Like they could have lost a couple of games they won. I agree with that. Except they got the greatest that. quarterback that's there, and that got them over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a five and fourteen without that quarterback. That's five fourteen. 
maybe four and five. I don't know. I, hmm. I, I'm not good at math. I think that's nine. I have no idea. But <laughs> that dude is good enough to get you some wins where you right. might not have one or two. All right. All right. We're going to put a, we'll put a, we'll put a gavel to this uh, NFL discussion. Can I say this before you stop talking about the NFL? Oh, go ahead. Can go I ahead. Say, this is for the two or three listeners in the United States of America. Or maybe you're in Europe or Yugoslavia. We have listeners everywhere. Thank you, guys. The Vikings are good. And I'm sorry that people don't talk about that as much as they should. It's Kirk Cousins' fault, and you should blame Kirk Cousins for this. Charlotte's good. The Vikings are good. And we don't talk, nobody talks about how good the Vikings are and how good their season's been and how complete they are as a football team. They're not perfect, they're good. And I, I just want to make sure that anybody that can hear my voice understands that I'll say the thing that don't nobody say, which is the Vikings are good. I don't know if they're going to continue to be good. I don't know if they're going to be playoff good. I, I, I have no idea. But right now, if you're mm-hmm. a Vikings fan, mm-hmm. celebrate that shit. They're good. They find a way to win. I'll say that. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins to me, whether you like that or not, I just I don't have enough faith in him as your court, your starting quarterback. And maybe that's because, yeah. you know, there's a little bit of commander in him. You know, I remember that oh. Kirk Cousins and that's, that's, that's wrong. There you go. He should, when you he said, do you like that? Anytime anybody says, do you like that? That's Washington shit. That has nothing to do with what he's doing over there in Minnesota. <laughs> has nothing to do with it. It's not even the same guy. But I understand what you're saying, Joey G. And what happens is I think the best game we're going to see all year is the Vikings and the Bills. That. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best game you're gonna see all year. I, I just the ups and the downs, the ins and outs, the mistakes, the positive things. Game, like, shout out to shout out to It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It reminds you why you love football because if you're you know like anybody that's listening or anybody that's hearing what's going on, and you're not fans of neither one of those teams, but we all watch football. You just want to yeah. see a competitive football game. Yeah, and that that's joint just kept going. It just competitive to the point where it was like, damn, can't y'all just stop? Mm. And so, you know, I, I just wanted to be said that you know, Vikings fans do not, you know, as a Jets fan, I understand what it's like to turn on the TV and don't nobody say nothing about your accomplishment. So I want to say for the Vikings fans in the world, your team is good. Your team is good, and you should be proud of that. They are right. Mm. And, and, and we'll, let, let, let's, let's examine that. Play. Since you said so, so, so what's the best part of that team? Okay, do I need to spell it out? Billy, shall I spell it out for him? <laughs> J-U-S-T-I-N-J-E-F-F-E-R-S-O-N. Justin yep. fucking Jefferson, bro. He's a <laughs> monster, bro. He is a monster. He has he is the a, most hundred yard games. He is a monster, yeah. and he's eleven. He's not even he's, grown yet. Like he ain't even been in the league that long. He just he got, got his tw- license. He Dude, got, tw- nice. he got 20. twenty hundred yards game, right? Yeah, yeah, he got twenty of them. Oh, it, it it's crazy to think that they picked up that talent after having the Randy Moss of the world. And you know what I mean, like it's amazing that this team once again has this level of talent. But that's that level of talent. This dude, dog, that one hand cat, dog, dog. Ooh, listen, oh, listen. I ain't gonna, I don't think I'm. I, that, that's catching the year so far for me this year. Not only that, bro, but bitch. Not only was the catch of the year. But it was a catch that happened, I think it was in the third quarter, fourth quarter, overtime, something like that. He'd been playing professional football for 40 minutes before he caught that catch. He still had that in him. That's amazing that you can do that at that time. 
Anybody could do that at the beginning of the football game, but he could do it in the middle of the football game, the end of the football game, the overtime of the football game. One hand catches off the head. That dude is amazing. That dude is amazing. Makes Kirk Cousins look good. Mm. Mm. And that, and that defense ain't too bad either. When they need to step up, nope. they they find a way. Nope. They find nope. a way. They won the they won a game, or at least took it to OC. That was lost. In right. reality, you know, if you were listening to like the programming and the commentators and stuff, at that point it was like a two percent chance that the Vikings had any chance of doing anything. After actually, you know, on fourth down, leaving the football. On the half yard line, and the defense came and picked us. That's black. We got you, though. Good team. I like teams that continue to fight like that. I like that. I think that's a wonderful thing. All right, Logic. Thank you very much for the Vikings bow. You you got them in there. I hopefully we'll play the Vikings. We're gonna whip y'all ass. But I mean, other than that, all right. When we come back, we're gonna talk NBA. Let's get this NBA discussion on, fellas. Stay tuned. It's Logic over everything. All right, we're back for the break. Told you, we'll get into this NBA thing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to start it out. I'm going to be a little selfish. I started out with the, the, the Cowboy cap. And I'm going to start out with the New York Knicks taking a nap. I don't know. New York Knicks nap, Cowboy cap, same thing. I don't know. You know, I, I, at this point in our, in, our, in our season, you could call it the same thing. It's a snooze fest. Um, I, have, I have a take about the, uh, the Knicks here because at this point it's it's la- it's not even laughable cuz cuz I'm I'm serious when I say this I'm I'm willing to trade whoever for whatever right now. Oh, now you are, huh? Yeah. Now yeah, now, sudden, now, like, now I'm ready to trade. I've been screaming about for years. Like everybody ready now. Listen, everybody listen, ready now. I I needed to see it. I need to see it and 12 what are we 12 games in with 12 games. You know, I, it's only 12 games. Yeah, I don't care. I can't right. I can't stand another 12. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Can't stand the first 12, Joji. Can't stand the first 12. And I've been screaming on this podcast. I want to let the listeners know. Millie, I'm going to let you get your words in soon. But I know that I've said some things emotionally. It's logic over everything, and that's the thing. But when I talk about the Knicks, I become emotional. I talk about the Jets, I become emotional. It's different stuff I care about. And I care about the Knicks. And... What Joey G is kind of alluding to that I believe that me and him can agree on is if you're a Knicks fan, we've seen these 12 games, 82 game season <laughs> for 20 years now. We know how this is going to work. We know how this is going to work out. We're not going to be the worst and we're not going to be the best. We're going to be nothing. And I think what Joey G is saying is I'd rather trade everything and move everything and try to find something than to just have another year of 36 and 36 Fuck that. Uh, oh and and let me you know let me be accurate because i get i get come at all the time for my accuracy we are six and seven okay so 13 games technically but you're, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get anywhere when your point leader is is uh julius randall and jalen brunson is is night after night uh not doing Brunson things. He, he he did spectacular things last year when he wasn't a New York Knicks. Um, okay, when somebody else was the guy. He did a lot of amazing things when everybody else was staring at the other guy. Yeah, We have a team full of people that are wonderful other guys. We should have <laughs> a guy. We don't have a guy. I'm sorry. 
I apologize to the listeners. The last pod where I went in and I, I was emotional. And sometimes I get emotional about it. But what I'm trying to say is what you're seeing is the Knicks have a team full of other guys. And they're all good guys. And we love all of them. They're wonderful people. I go to dinner with them and eat with them and meet their family and sit down. And they're, they're cool guys. But we don't have a guy. That's all. We don't have a guy. And whatever yeah, we, yeah, play we, we, we pay, that, we pay a, a couple guy. of guys. We pay a couple. Okay, of no, but that's what we pay. That's what we do with our money, but not with the talent. The amount of money that you pay Evan fucking Fournier don't change him from being Evan Fournier. He's still Evan Fournier. You give him 20 minutes, man. 20 minutes a game, 7.5 points. Do him. Do yep. him. Do yep. him. He's not going to change just because you paid him more money. We got to stop throwing money at the problem and move some bodies around, fools, to get a guy. I'm going to ask think- you. Billy, Billy, I think the team as is right now, our best chance to get a guy is to sell. We got a bunch of good other guys. We need a guy. And if you can get somebody to bite into that and believe into that, that's going to be the only way you're going to really get a guy. Keep a guy. We've been waiting on that for years, man. Yeah, I, mean, I ain't I, never I had hear- shit. We now, sold y'all, y'all, y'all got Brunson, who's another good second guy. You got RJ, who could be great. a good third guy. You he got, could be a great third guy. Harrison Bulls again. Who's who's coming out? Who's coming out of? Who's coming out of? Uh, who's free agent this year? I don't know. I I haven't really went through the free agency. This is the point. What you're saying is accurate, and everything you're saying make perfect sense. But what I'm saying is that we have the opportunity to make some moves. To get old boy that, what's his name? Old boy that came from um, San Antonio and is in Atlanta giving everybody 50 fucking poison. We could have got that guy, but we didn't because we didn't want to shake it up. Then we decided, <laughs> oh, well, you could get old boy that's in Cleveland now. But we didn't want to do that because, you know, you got to keep the kids. You don't want to do nothing to quit and grinds. And so Bro, now he's stuck hurt. With a kid on he's hurt. But I don't understand about Quentin Grimes because it's like the nigga average like five minutes a game, four minutes a game. So he's he not even on the floor. I think Quentin Grimes could be one of the greatest basketball players. Who is ever- he? I don't even know who <laughs> he is. And I think that that was wonderful if he became the greatest basketball player on somebody else's fucking team. Like, let somebody else do all the work to make that, demo- you know, like, okay, cool. He could be the Jordan Poole at everything. He could turn out to be the, okay, send him somewhere else and let somebody else but do that's that. My, that's my problem. How could he be untouchable, right? Yeah. If he's not even playing, so what mm-hmm. is he untouchable? Because of like, the fear. Because of the fear. Because of the what, fear. What, he's going to be I, I thought about this. I thought about this the other day, and I was thinking about what I would say if we had this conversation. Billy, you are on paper, on podcast, everywhere. You are a Miami Heat fan. Been a Miami Heat fan the whole time I've known you. We've talked about Mm -hmm. Miami Heat basketball a million times. Mm -hmm. The guy that you have is never going to be the MVP of the league. He's never going to be the greatest player in the league. He's never going to be any of that. But he's the guy. He's the guy. He's that guy. Like, if everything else breaks down and you need somebody to be that guy, he's that guy. Jimmy Butler is that guy because you got a guy. You have a team full of other players and other people who suit other positions and do other things, and that's wonderful for them. But at the end of the day, if the game is tied and I got to hand it to one of y'all niggas, 
it's going to Jindy. Figure it out. Because we have a guy. And I'm not even saying that that guy is the greatest guy in the universe. He's not. He's never going to be the MVP of this league. I don't know if he's ever going to go to the Hall of Fame. It, that's not what's important. On a night-to-night basis, you can count on Jimmy to be the guy. And what the Knicks don't have is a guy. We got a whole bunch of quitting grimes. We got a whole bunch of who the fuck are you? Where the fuck you come from? You look cool in the uniform. Great. I bet you I'd sit you in Queens at the strip club somewhere. You'd be cool as fuck. I love you. Oh, you from Brooklyn too? Oh, what up? You been hood. Okay, cool. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> if the game is tied up and Kevin Durant's on the other side, I want a guy. And mm. I don't have a guy. We don't have one of those. We just have a whole bunch of other guys. Okay, well, look, let's 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 flip it real quick because you mentioned let's, Jimmy, let's Butler. J- Jimmy Butler. Jimmy yeah. Butler and the Miami Heat are also six and seven in 13 yeah. games. Same thing. They're yeah. third, but they're third in the Southeast yeah. division. Uh, you know, so. yeah. uh, and Jimmy Butler is averaging 22 points a game. He's played 11 of 13 games. Um, yeah. what's, but what's wrong with Miami? Bills, I'm going to let you go first. What, what's wrong? What do you see? Really no. We don't got a reliable big other than Bam. Nope. You no, know, uh, last year we had PJ Tucker who was boarding and hitting open threes and that big space, and then Jimmy and Tyler could hit the lanes cleaner, as as well as Shrews and 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 Martin, but uh, Bam is not a shooter, so he just clogs up the hole. Mm. But nothing's running as smoothly as it was last year. But from the last two three games, I've seen it. They're trying to get it back. They're trying to get it right. Mm. Do y'all not need to, to mention what? Do we need no. to what, shake it up? Yeah. Do y'all need to make a move? Are you? Are you? Are you? Because there's there's a deal on the table for Struce. Like you want Crowder yeah. over there? Like is that going to shake nah. it up? Nah, that makes <laughs> us worse. I really want PJ. I really want PJ Washington from Charlotte. Ooh. Yeah, that would be lit. That would be lit. That would really? definitely be lit. And I feel like it's doable because they're not, you know, they're not doing too well. They got to hold on to everybody. They, who are they going to keep? They're going to keep Lonzo. I mean, mm-hmm. other ball. Lamelo. They're going to keep Lamelo and they're going to keep Scary Terry. I think anybody else is touching me on the team. You know what I'm saying? So y'all, y'all got gonna, another. Y'all got another big on the team. What's his name? De- Deadman. I don't know yeah. too much about Dwayne that. Dedman. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like can't can't grow that talent. We need we need somebody who can hit the open three consistently. Not even like fifty percent, but if you could if you could hit some threes, mm-hmm. then everything just works out a little better. Because man, PJ Tucker was like top five in three percent three point percentage last year, bro. On a three. Corner threes. He made his living mm-hmm. on it. He, yeah. He's in the league now because of that. Because he plays great defense on anybody he got defense. And if you leave him in the corner alone, he's going to knock that shit down. Every time. Every time. Mm. So, until we can fill that void, and we, you can't fill the void by like, I mean, we could we could let go of, of Duncan Robinson. I feel like he, he could go. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to lie. Even though he 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 got better in pick and roll, both offensively and defensively. But he's not hitting his shots, bro. He's not. You here to be a three point? And he's assassin. getting way too many shots. He's getting way too many shots. He's not. Hitting he's getting the opportunities. Yeah, he's getting the opportunities. Yeah, he's he's opportunities. Not, the shot. not 
make them. You're not hitting them. So go to Sacramento and not hit them. Like, okay, fine. Miss them somewhere else. Don't miss them here. We need somebody here that can hit them. Of course, like somebody that could, you know, do the right thing. You're right. I understand exactly what you're saying, bro. I, and I feel like your problem is a lot more simple, Bills. Like you said, you just need a big somebody, somebody else to come in when Bam's out. Um, and and th- that's because you got a guy. And, and ironically, I, I feel like Hero was more of a part of that being the guy. Like he could take over for for Jimmy at some point. Not not so much this year, but in years past, like Hero has been somebody that the offense has run around. Like he's he's kind of a big deal. Kind of like Jalen Jalen Brown and uh, Tatum. You know what I'm saying? Just just not. He's as a awesome. Chris Middle, bro. He's a Chris Middle. When he gets in his bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It changes everything. When he gets in his bag, it changes everything. But if Chris you're not in his bag, offensively. I need a guy. He still gets burnt. Like, he's still a liability when it comes yeah. to defense. Yeah. 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 And what I mean, and what I'm saying is, and, and you're right, those, like what I'm saying is more so offensively in terms yeah, of exactly. what I see. The offense. Dealing with Milwaukee is we have a guy. Yeah, we have Giannis. We have a guy. But you also need other guys to do other things. And it is nice for that guy to be able to take nights off and moments off and minutes off to do the other things that he could do. Continue to, you know, guard the rim, run the floor. When a Chris Middleton just get hot and start knocking down shots, it changes the game. It makes it so much Don't get so me wrong, easier. though. Don't get me wrong. Three games, like, he's, he's shown me that he, he's a starter in his league and can be a second guy. He show he's shown me that um he could do it, bro. He's just I don't know, like he he he's starting to come off as fragile. That's, like, that's really, yeah, really yeah. his biggest problem is his, mm-hmm. is his durability. Like yeah. he broke down. He broke down the year we went to the finals and he broke down um against Boston and didn't play uh much in Boston because he got hurt. You wanted this. You you wanted the money. You got the money. You wanted the starter position. You got the starter position. And what happens? He's already missed four games this season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you are yeah. our leading scorer, bro. Like yeah. Jimmy. You're one thing about many Jimmy. Shots you wanted to get. You're getting as yeah. many shots human being could ever get. Everybody's saying you got the greenest light that's lit for you. You could just shoot when you get ready to shoot from wherever you want to, however you want to. But if that's the plan. And you're not on the floor, and we gotta right. make up for right. your production. Right. And go back minus, to Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Then Jimmy mm. gotta have 35, 10, and 8 to be Charlotte by the skin of our teeth and overtime. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's it's that thing. I'm talking to you, Bills, and I, I think that and I hope Joey G understands what I'm saying as a Knicks fan. I hope that the listeners understand that these two teams have the opposite problem. Like, it's just the opposite problem. It's just like the reverse of the coin. It's like we have a thousand number two people. We have a thousand people that could support somebody great if we had somebody great. We got somebody great. You just need that support to step up. You just need that support to step up. You need BAM to be what BAM needs to be. And unfortunately, being honest, I have to look at myself in the mirror and understand that the Miami Heat organization has won before. And so they know what it takes to win. And they know exactly what should be there for winning culture and winning basketball. They know what it takes. They know the pedigree and the ways that people got to play. So when you lose a P.J. Tucker or something like that, 
it affects that because that's what they know. They know that that works and that helps us win. And so I guess you guys are just trying to figure out how we can flesh out the rest of these dudes. I don't understand how you lose a PJ Tucker, but re-sign Udonis and re-sign fucking Victor Oladipo who had played, what, two games this year? Like, Pat losing his touch. Pat losing his touch, man. I think he's great, but I think he's great in the way that 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 acts in the hallway that says, you know, breaking case of emergency is great if you need that. Like, that's great. If I'm in a situation where I need acts, I can break the glass and get that. But other than that, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? You're just an axe and glass. And that's him. Like, he's just sitting around, like, not playing basketball, not really functioning in any type of way until they feel like, oh, let's break it and get him out here. And then if it's not successful, it's really not his fault and it's really not their fault. It's just not the best usage of that person. And like you just said a minute ago, you might not even be that person anymore. You might not even be that guy. Anymore. All right. So we so we established that these six and seven teams, both the Knicks and the Heat respectively, have the opposite problem. So mm-hmm. then the third six and seven team that I'm going to bring up is confusing as to why they're six and seven, unless you two can, you know, enlighten me on this. But the Brooklyn okay. Nets are also six and seven. Uh, they have a guy. They have a lot of other guys. One guy that's the pippin of this situation is probably not playing at all for the rest of the year for the for the Brooklyn Nets. But I'll yeah. let y'all chime in. And and uh, you know, Bills, I'll start with you. Uh, Durant is in, the guy. He'll be back in like five games. They're gonna hit him with another five games. Okay. Um, he'll be back. Yeah, Are we talking about Kyrie could... Irving? Yeah, John. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I'm gonna say what I've been saying, man. Royce O'Neal's. Yeah. Uh, Cam. Cam. Cam what's his name? Um, Steph C. Curry. No, no. Steph Curry showed up the other night. Big. Right. Um, it, huge. Beat the shit out the Knicks. I was so mad oh at that yellow nigga. Oh my god! Name. Was that going? I was so mad at that yellow nigga. The truth I'm so is, mad at it. Steve Nash was a horrible, horrible coach. Shout out to you, Nash. We got the same birthday. You used to be a shooter. You used to be an MVP. You was that nigga. Well, you was that. You was that sliced breath. But now it's like, bro, you, you was a bad coach. You're going through the ups and downs with Kyrie. You got a top two, three player in the world. You ain't, you ain't make it work. They get rid of him. People want to make it seem like since Kyrie hasn't played for five games, the Knicks went four and one. But that's not really what it is. It's since Steve Nash got fucking, since Steve Nash walked away, right? Because that's how they made it seem. That's what they do with those kind of people. They make it seem like we've, yeah. we've, we it's have mutual. Yeah, like you walked whatever. up and we conversation. He's black and, and shit would have said he was fired. But, right. um, right. you know, since, since, Steve Nash is out of there. The team is four and one. They playing. Everybody likes Vaughn. Vaughn's gonna coach. Vaughn's been waiting for this opportunity for at least seven years. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna coach his ass off. Always had. They, he's a, a wonderful coach. coach his he ass off. Himself, you know, and though he, he's proven himself, he deserves yeah, his so, body. He deserves that spot. Tonight's gonna be a big game for them to to see if they're really swinging the momentum in their direction. You know what I'm saying? You're playing a Lakers team that only got two wins. 
This this is like a trap game too, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna go into right, this right. thing get their best shot, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's still Westbrook, it's still LeBron, and it's still Anthony Davis. On any given night, they could they could give a team seventy. It works. 70, it works. It works. It works. You're right. When it works, it works. It, it doesn't work all the time, but when it works, it works. All right. It's so, exactly that. Uh, I want to say something. I mean, one more thing about the Lakers. You got it. If Mark Jackson was the coach, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't have that record. That's what I'm saying. God. Ooh. Ooh, that's a hot take. That's um, that. Is. I have a couple things I want to say real quick, and then yeah, we you got it. The next thing, the number one thing with Brooklyn is, from what I can see, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Knicks fan and I don't give a fuck about Brooklyn and I am super excited that they're not good. That, 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 that's in me, but also you know, I can talk realistically. And realistically, they're going to win more games during a seasonal type of situation. Without Kyrie, they're going to win more games. They're going to win more games because Kevin Durant has proven at multiple locations. I get you through the season. I get you through the season. I, I, you know, we'll be number two, number three, number seven. Like I get you there. We're being honest. He's always had more health than this, though. Exactly, because when we get to the all, that's where you my limit is. Kyrie, you need that then. You need that then. But what I'm saying, and what I'm always going to say, and what I'm always going to feel about that basketball team, is that the game of basketball is not about a piece of paper. It's not just about who, you know, we put on the paper and this is what people should do. And it, it's amazing to look at it and see that. Do you trust Gary Irving? I don't. And I don't <laughs> think his teammates do. And I don't yeah. think his coaches have. And I, and that's an issue. That's always going to be an issue. Is if this nigga has a birthday this month, this nigga might not play this entire month. He might not, and he might not be hurt or nothing. Huh? It's my birthday month, nigga. I ain't playing. Like, fuck yeah. And I think that has to affect that locker room. It has to have an effect with the guys that you work with when you decide at work, uh, I'm not working this month, because you know, whatever. And then you see that this guy keeps giving liberties and, and getting allowances and being allowed to do this and being allowed to do that. That must have some placement within the group of guys that's on the court. You know what I mean? Like, it must have some placement like those guys we're talking about those guys those guys must have their own opinions and their own thoughts and i would think if i was putting myself in the position of those guys the royce o'neills of the world we need you my nigga we need you and you always to step away from what we need you always on your own shit doing what you do and i Uh, think that's what brooklyn's doing okay i so so i i think that uh bills mentioned that Tonight's game against the Lakers mm-hmm. for 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 the Brooklyn Nets is a trap game. Um, mm-hmm. It's just been it it's just been uh, confirmed that Seth won't play tonight. Seth Curry is not playing for uh, the uh, Nets. Brooklyn. So does that have any bearing on this game? Is are they in trouble? I mean, who's the, yesterday who's... was the only yesterday was the only game he really popped out. Right, right. And he and look, he he's he's gasping for like. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's a big. He's not a big. Think he's a, I mean, they they won four out of the last five, and he's only showed up for one game. So right, it's not like if if they're equipped to win, it, him being in and out doesn't change the situation. 
Okay, but at least, at least Durant scoring 45 tonight. Go ahead. Joey G. Yeah, Bill, can Joey. I address the elephant in the room? What the fuck is Ben Simmons doing? Where the fuck he at? That'd be helpful if you did anything helpful. You don't do shit. <laughs> That'd be helpful if you did anything positive on a basketball court at any point in time. That would be helpful. By the Me way, uh, just so Bill we know, just talk. real quick, just so we know, LeBron James okay. will not play tonight. He's been ruled. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he will not play tonight, officially. 30, 35 for Durant, easy W. <laughs> Space Jam suit. He's doing his own thing over there. That's cool. <laughs> What I'm saying is that we could talk about the Nets for hours and hours on top of hours, right. and we're never going to talk about the Ben Simmons situation. And that's a Simmons situation that should be discussed. Like, what's up with you? Like, you are a piece. That Honestly, the the reason why nobody we don't we don't give Brooklyn that much slack is because that move was more about getting rid of James Harden because he didn't want to. Who's be also there. out, by the way? James Harden is also right. yeah, for about at least another right. two weeks with, with a foot injury. Right. So it's like right. that move wasn't really about oh we needed Ben Simmons. It was like we got to get this guy out of here because if we don't trade him now, he walks away at the end of the season and we get nothing. Okay. You so what you so, did if you traded a dude that wasn't giving you what you wanted to get another dude that's not giving you what you could utilize. That's all I'm saying. Well, and we can talk about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving till we dead in the face. But at the end of the day, there's another talented basketball player there that nobody talks about. And nobody says anything about him. And he's not doing well. He's not playing good basketball. Not playing good at basketball. any level. At any level. And nobody says anything. He's heard that Kyrie decided that today was gonna be the day where I was gonna blow everything he, over, you know, he Jewish community. He has, and he, he loved it. He's like ball. cool. He, he hasn't he played ball for two years, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. He's played more games than he's played. He's played. He's played more games than uh, Kawhi Leonard this year. Yes, that's yeah. true. And, so but that's in those one. in those games, he's averaged thirty minutes. He's scored five points. He's yep. averaged five points. Yep. That's the most notable stat I can give. Like everything. Else. And he's a first round pick in the yeah. NBA draft. No matter what we talk about, we have to start there. He's a first-round pick in the NBA draft. We drafted him first. The league decided that his talent level and his ability should be recognized as the number one person in the draft. Not the game. league, the Philadelphia 76ers. Ooh, Not okay. the league. Okay, and that's, fair. The league. Let, and that's fair. I won't do that. Let's say this. Let's say this. If you work for the Nets organization, this is the last thing I'm going to say about the Nets. If you're with the Nets organization, and you felt like you had to trade James Harden and you got this dude, would you do it differently? Because I think if you've seen anything this year, you definitely do that differently. Like, not I that. I mean, it's more, you got the picks. You got the picks and mm-hmm. shit. So it's like, it's but really about getting doing- something. Hey. You don't know what the picks is going to do until next year. Right. No. But you know what they're going to do today? Nothing. And you're also well, going to have a guy. The first round pick who averages five points and sometimes well, listen, around. J- James Harden would not have been there. He would have walked away. So you didn't lose yeah. anything. You understand what I'm saying? You got but a nigga who's him. a bum. You gained right. the picks. And then you got another bum and some picks for later. So you got to sit with another bum that you selected. And I'm not trying to call that man a bum. I feel like Ben Simmons could be a great professional basketball player. He's always proven to me that he has the talent level. All I'm trying to assess and all I'm trying to say in the conversation is whenever I hear anybody talking about the New Jersey 
That's the person ain't nobody talk about. Don't nobody address that. Don't nobody say nothing about that dude. And that dude could be the linchpin that creates a better movement for the entire organization, except don't nobody care about that. And he averages five points and he shows up sometimes and he has a lot of beautiful chains. And I think he's dating a white woman who's wonderful. Though. But they're like basketball wise, I, I, there's nothing there. And it's wild that we could talk about Kyrie forever and we could talk about Kwame. We can talk about whoever the fuck, but we don't talk about him. Why we not talk about him? That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Why we not? No, no, why I, we not? I agree. Uh, I agree. He's, he's, he's silent there. Um, lastly, guys. Really a part of the team. La- lastly, I just want to know who is the strongest team in the NBA? Uh, we always ask this question. We got we got um, Milwaukee last time. We had to put them there. Um, Cleveland's playing some really good basketball. Um, but yeah, who's who's the superpowers? It's the Bucks. It's the Bucks still, right? Uh, you got to. Mm-hmm. Is, is it is it Golden State? Question mark because their record doesn't say it. Like they're not running away with anything record wise. But are they a superpower in the league? Are, are are we still scared of Steph and them niggas? No. Ooh. <laughs> they scared That's of Steph, it, but not the rest of them niggas. Ooh. Damn. That's interesting. How you see it? They're very beatable, too. Is it? Is what it... Phil's just said about yeah. Golden State is accurate, but I always approach it when I'm talking, like, what's the idea of your team? What are you trying to build? What are you trying to, and, and Golden State, more than any other team in the league right now, has actually done a good job of maintaining their present and building for the future. So they're going to be an issue in like five years. Like, you know, this Wiseman kid's going to come around and it's going to be a problem. Like, and then, you know. They got guys that are young enough and talented enough to like hold that down. So like right now, I don't think you know, they're scary, but they they have the right mix of what you need. They just got to figure out how to make that mix work on the court. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we definitely have to look at Milwaukee. They okay. definitely have the pedigree. They have the understanding. They have a guy. They have other people who support that guy. They're, they're good to go. But I think there's a dark horse, and I think there's somebody that we not really talk about. But New Orleans is going to be around. They're going to be around. They're going to be around. Okay. They're going to be around. And I, I just hope that the listeners and you guys as well keep your eye on New Orleans. I, I think they're going to be around for a bit. I think they have a core of things that are good. They have good veteran leadership. They have everything that you need to be a good team. Mm-hmm. They have all those things. Just Got to work it out. Have on the a court, guy but... or two, or two. Yeah, they might have a guy or, or two. two, or two. Niggas got and, three and, guys, bro. Right, right. How many teams has that? Not too many. So if they could figure out how that works on the court and 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 you know put some wins together, they could be a problem. Just keep your eyes on. Keep your eyes. On. They could they could be a problem. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. So so are we giving any any? Look at the Boston Celtics. Uh, they, they, they just came up. You know, the media does this thing where they put you in front of the per. And Tatum is the hottest offensive player of of this month. You know, this short month. Mm-hmm. You know, like they say crazy shit like that. Offensively, like, he's amazing. We've never said anything different. 
Nobody's ever seen different about him. Uh-huh. Man, just for the f- they, but they said he's the, the most complete offensive player in the NBA. That's the exact headline. Tatum is the Until most complete. Game six. In the championship game. Mm-hmm. Man, to win a gold, shit, man. you can that go to the says, free throw line. Put that, that on there, says, too. Put that, that on there, says, too. The, that shit says by the Boston Globe, nigga. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the exactly. Boston Globe put man. that out there, right? We've talked about this, and I think we all have, you know, been in our group chats and shit like that and talked about it. And, you know, Jason Tatum is... He, he is balling has, the fuck out right now. Can, I feel like, like... Out of his... Uh, out of his... I feel He's like, great. I feel like it's because Jalen Brown has accepted to be the number two guy. Oof. And that always takes a load off the guy who's supposed to be the guy. Because right. when you're supposed to be the guy and there's a guy there that has that knows that they can't be the guy, it's it's like a, a macho thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, once you yeah. get them two to be on the same page, like Hey, listen, Jalen Brown, if I got an open three and you got one, I'm taking that shit, bro. Really? And that's cool. And if I'm, right. if I'm clicking, right. if I'm clicking, you got the best nigga on the other team. You feel me? So I can save all his energy. For the th- and that's fair. But the issue that we're always going to have with Boston starts at the Jason Tatum angle. And the issue right. is not always. what you should do when you're doing the best and you scoring all the points and it's you killing it. That's cool. We all know what to do. We all give you the ball and clear out so you can work. Great. But when you're not shooting well and when you're not in your zone, what else do you do? And that's the Jason Tatum angle for me. If that's your number one guy, then you have to put the number one guy title on that nigga. And that means that you got to do whatever you got to do to win. And I think that we've talked about it before and we've seen points and games and positions where if you wasn't scoring the most points out here, you weren't doing nothing else. So can I call you the number one guy? Or can I just say you're the number one guy because you like skin and you bring your son everywhere and you look beautiful and everything is beautiful about your life and you, you know. Okay. So if he ain't, but if he ain't the number one guy, he's the face. He's but the I face. Mean. He is the face. But if he's the face, then we got to hold him 10 toes to the fire and say, if you're the face, you got to do everything. You got to do what Jimmy do. You got to do what Giannis do. You got to do what all the other people that's the face of their own shit. You got to do the same shit. And I think we can all agree that we've seen position that Jason Tatum was in where he didn't do that. We're waiting on him to do the other things. Like, we know you could score. We know that you might be as complete an offensive basketball player as we've seen in the league thus far. Like, you can score at any level. You can handle the ball. At any, you can do anything. Okay, cool. But what do you do when those things aren't working? Then what do you do? And that's when Jalen Brown has to step up. And that's where we're staring at Jalen Brown. Okay, we need dog points now. Like <laughs> Jalen Brown's dog. not coming here and be the dog. And he because you're not the dog. You're the best. You're the most talented. But you're not the dog. You're not the dog. When it's time to go to the lane to get hit time and time again to get these free throws, to get these points, to win a game right. in a game six elimination for the finals. That ain't you. That's not who you are. So I That's guess to see, I guess what we're saying to see the real Jason Tatum, we have to wait uh, for these games to go past. Like we we have seventy more games to watch before we. And get I mean, seen. and we're just forecasting very early. You're right. right. We're forecasting very early, but 
I think we had a conversation before, Joey G. I think we had a conversation before, Bill. And we talked about the players that we're looking at to see if they can make that next step to become the face of what they say they're the face of. And he one of them guys. He one of them guys. We, I, I don't care what you do during the season anymore. That doesn't matter to me. Not to take away from what you're doing. You're talented. I'm not taking nothing away from that. But I'm not even paying attention to that. I'm watching the playoff. Are you going to go to the lane to get these free throws and get knocked the fuck down and get these points so your team can win? Or are we going to wait for Jalen Brown? Mm. That's what I want to I just want to end this cast with the fact that Spider Mitchell did not play tonight for the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? And Darius Garland went off for 51, 51 points. And before you say he shot, he shot a lot, he made fit over 51% of his shots. Like 52, he almost shot 52% from the floor. And, and if you want to talk three-pointers, he shot almost 70% from three-point. If that's not a dog, a one, you know, you know, one A and one B in Cleveland. Like, mm-hmm. we need to be more scared of the Cleveland Cavaliers out here. Like, that's crazy. Uh, they lost tonight. You know, the Cleveland Cavaliers did lose, but the just the potential, the raw potential. While we're talking about a a legitimate one and two, you got you you also got one A one B over there in Cleveland too, and they already had a young gun. Uh, squad last year before Spider, so I, d- I just want to put that on the radar, just as you know, a vocal document that we can go back to where I said, Look, watch out for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think somebody else last cast bills that might have been you, you know, Cleveland is on your radar. Um, mm-hmm. when we're talking about respect, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's gonna be an interesting NBA season, and I just want to end it like this for logic for bills. I am Joey G. This is logic over everything. It's over and it's been everything. Thank you for joining us. Yo, get better, Aaron. Yo, go ahead, Bill. No, I'm just sending a shout out to Aaron for get better, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, on the top of everything, Infinite Jewels, these conversations, we miss you and, and, and can't wait to get you back into the fold that makes this thing better. Listeners, we on the Instagrams now. We we Ooh, we in that. some spaces yes, where we can talk. I don't forget nothing. I'm remembering these things. We're putting some things together because we want to communicate to y'all, and we want y'all to communicate to us. So you know, we're getting our grand page up. We're, we're getting our responses up. We're getting our FaceTime up. You know, we're doing these things because we want you guys and you ladies that have helped us and followed us along the way to be a part of the process as we grow. So check your IG page when you see yeah. what you see. So Logic say, over say, everything. Say, L-O-G-I-K over everything. And let's talk about it because oh, you yeah. guys can be Slide that in the part DM. of what moves our conversations along. Yeah, if y'all don't like me, go on there and let me know. I answer everybody <laughs> back. I'm with all smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Big blunts, little blunts. Long blunts, clipped blunts, and we're all smoke. Just letting y'all niggas know. And y'all already know. And y'all already know because you hear the science. You hear how we putting it down. You know, we getting into our NBA bag, which is, I think, as a collective, we love it as much as anybody could ever love it. We want to hear from you. 
And we want to talk to you. And we want you to say what you think about what we say. And I want to tell you, if you don't like what I'm saying, suck my dick. But I want to say that to you. You understand what I'm saying? But also, if you say, that nigga logic was right about this. I want to say thank you, my brother or my sister. I appreciate that you understand that I'm not stupid. So please, engage. We're looking for that engagement. That's the next level of this organization. We got the first thing right. The next level is to engage our listeners and engage our fan base and, and build our fan base and let people play a part in what we're trying to put together. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for responding and, and, and being a part of this journey and just be prepared to play the part you want to play. We with it. We out.